Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ranjad. Today, we are going to be talking about a very popular topic, function versus form. Very heavily debated, and often we see a lot of fights. Yeah, but before we get to that, let's just talk about um, this weather, you know? It's it's March, it's finally getting warm out. I'm yeah, excited. Let's not jinx that, though. Yeah. <laughs> End up snowing next week. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. It's getting warm now. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of the nice, nice cars coming out. Yeah. A lot of people are putting on their winter or their summer wheels. I saw a lot think, of fun shit. Yeah. I think a couple of days ago, I saw a Lamborghini Huracan. Yeah. Out and about. People yeah. bringing out their nice cars. I think. And on the way here, I saw an AMG GTS too on the highway. Ooh. Those things are nice. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, it's a really long car, but I don't know. Something about it is just so nice. Like, seeing it's it roll. styling, right? Yeah. That's just how, uh, you know, old cars were designed. Yeah, like the big front end. Big front end. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's like, it's just very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, like seeing that thing zip around the highway is really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, car season, it's fast approaching. Yeah, right around the corner. Yeah, like we probably have about a month until like everyone kind of gets their car together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Motorama's next week. Probably the first show, like big, first big show of the year. That's coming Uh, up. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, the, this nice weather really promotes uh, people to start modding their cars. Uh, people, exotic owners have already started bringing out their cars, so that it's this indication that we're not too far away from summer. So that's why we're going to go over form versus function, because it's like a heavily debated topic between stance guys, track guys, everyone. Everyone just, you know, talk shit to each other. Yeah, basically. So let's just let's start off like... What are you? What are you for? Are you for form or function? I'm for a bit of both. I like my car looking nice, but I still want function. So I don't want it on the ground and I don't want it, you know, lifted either. Right. So I want like a nice fitment car that can still perform even on the track. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm more leaning towards the function mm-hmm. kind of side. You know, I, yeah. I like I like driving my car just because it's just fun to drive. Honestly. Exactly. Like, yeah, I think it depends on like the car you have, too. Yeah, for right? sure. Like, I think our cars, they're kind of more, like, performance-oriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of makes sense that we're kind of for that yeah. side. Yeah. For anyone that's new to the podcast, uh, what we drive... I drive an IS350. It's a yeah. it's an older version, but it's still pretty nice on the streets. Yeah, pretty quick. And I drive a Infiniti Q50. Yeah. So, they're are almost the same range in terms of performance. We did race before, and I did win. So uh, no, but that wasn't fair. No, okay, we, okay, that's when we first fair. got our cars. So <laughs> you know, we're we're both kind of more familiar. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do a rerun. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do a rerun. Yeah, at the track maybe. Yeah, definitely at the track. Fuck, let's actually do it this time. That'll be fun. Yeah, I actually want to do it. Actually, no, I want to do uh, uh, circuit racing. Oh yeah, I want to try going Cayuga and see how fast we are. Cause yeah, I'm that's dead. like I I love circuit racing. I don't know. Yeah, same with me. I, I like it, but I don't like watching it. I don't know if yeah. that's just me. Cause no, it's, it's, it, it, that's how it is with everything. Bro. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, boring. Like, just do it. Yeah, it's kind of boring just kind of watching it. But I feel like mm-hmm. if you're actually on the track racing, it's a lot of fun. A lot more fun. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, um, yeah, a lot of people in like Northside Whips too, mm-hmm. kind of into that. So it'll be fun to do like a track yeah. day. For sure. With the people. Yeah, that's definitely going to be fun. Uh, we might actually set up our own track day. Uh, it's a little hella expensive. But oh, yeah. if we get enough people, we might be able to do it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely DM us if you if you're interested. We're not sure when it's gonna be, but it's just a, a you know floating thought right now. Yeah, a little idea. It'd be cool yeah. to have, kind of have like a, a track event mm-hmm. for Noise Set Whips. Yeah, definitely be a first for us. Yeah, it, it would just be a chill event, nothing serious. Yeah, no, not like a car shows. Um, yeah, just kind of like a fun day. Yeah, just yeah. fun day come around. But yeah, but back onto the topic. I think yeah, we're both on like the more function kind yeah. of side of it, right? Yeah, I kind of support both though. I still like my stance. 
Yeah, yes. But I'm not like full out like camber gang, like function or form is everything type of type of shit, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like when like maybe about a month ago, I started looking for wheels and stuff, and people yeah. started telling me to look get some nice nice three piece wheels. Yeah, I right? know who exactly told you. Yeah, yeah, you you, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm not really on that kind of side because like three piece wheels is more of like the mm-hmm. what is it like the form. Three-piece wheels right? really goes for form. But, see, three-piece wheels, we can still do proper function as well. Yeah, okay. definitely. But right? I think, like, it's not practical, I guess. See, that's the thing. It's all to your spec. That's what I feel. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, like, start debating about it. Though, oh, no, you got to have a nice car that, you know, has good fitment and everything like that, right? But at the end of the day, it's about what you want to do with your car. Right, if you want to be able to still perform on the track, you can still get away with nice three-piece wheels that you have fully built just for track use. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely. Like a lot of monoblock wheels, they won't have specs that really cater to what you want. Right, it'll be weak specs. Yeah, yeah it'll be hard to find. So for a lot of people, they they just take three-piece wheels and build them so then they can still be wide and they can still go around the track very yeah. easily. Yeah, I think just for me, I, I'm like I like three-piece wheels. I think they look beautiful yeah like a lot a lot of good cars but um yeah i think like just for me like the the fact that it's three pieces like literally three pieces and then it's all held together with bolts like yeah it doesn't seem practical to be going around the track with something like that right like i know a lot of drifter guys do that Mm -hmm. it makes sense for that because it's drifting you're not going at like super high speed or whatever and again like three-piece wheels also matter which company you buy from yeah exactly Um, a lot of rep companies they have less quality parts and stuff but that's another topic like we're not gonna get into that yeah yeah, we're not getting all that yeah but uh, again, f- uh, form versus function, it's all about your personal preferences. I feel you need to have a little bit of both. And this is just my take on it. Uh, a lot of people will go for nice, you know, meaty tires and they'll leave zero stance level. Yeah, I guess you yeah. could say that. But I feel like that's kind of leaning towards more the function kind mm-hmm. of aspect of it yeah like you see a lot of people with like um like nice cars like mustangs for example right mm-hmm. they run like really small wheels and like nice big meaty tires mm-hmm. right so they're definitely going for like the performance aspect of the car mm-hmm. right but you also see people with mustangs like running three-piece wheels on bags for example i guess it could kind of go both ways for like any car mm-hmm. like for like for us for example our cars like i've seen people do vip builds on my car right same with your car right the mm-hmm. lexus but people also do like track builds yeah right so it depends on the car a lot. Like Mustangs, for example, you could do either or. Mm-hmm. A lot of muscle cars are like that. Like I've seen people do full out stance builds on like Dodge Chargers, or even Hellcats. Right, those are like seven hundred horsepower cars, like on bags, three piece wheels, all that kind of stuff. But there's also people who just kind of keep it stock, just to like you know u- utilize all the power. And that, that's another thing about it, right? When we talk about form versus function, uh, function is really usually catered for people that want to do track right yeah get around corners and stuff like that for form it's always stance guys right and i'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people get that right a lot of the stance guys will say hey form is what it is they're running 30 minus 30 (laughs) camber camber yeah and they just want to be able to go low as possible with the thickest wheel setup as possible and just sit on the ground yeah and just impress that's all that it's for right and the opposite would be just track spec where you're throwing on the meatiest tires you can, right? You don't care about f- uh, form. You just want to have, like, the, the biggest tires you can and just burn rubber. That's all you want to do. Get around corners. That's it. Yeah. Right? Now, there's also, there's also a middle point to that. 
it's where you do both and as we said before is it's where you have a little bit of both it doesn't have to be too much of each right you can still run three-piece wheels and some nice meaty tires but then you're also in the middle you're not doing too much yeah you're not stance. doing too much stance exactly yeah, yeah so that's where i i prefer to be where i can still drive my car i'm not negative 30 camber right i'm not gonna scrape everything i'm not gonna scrape leaves <laughs> yeah yeah right it's where you're low enough but you're not low low right you're not considered super low yeah i think like there's definitely a middle ground i would say like i think a lot of people are in, are in that middle ground too mm-hmm. that's one thing like people who have like ridiculous camber obviously it's more of a form kind of thing right yeah but i see a lot of people with like very minimal camber maybe like negative mm-hmm. five or less camber mm-hmm. three-piece wheels and they have like a nice built car where they actually utilize the power and they're kind of into stancing as well yeah and that's the thing right y- you can do both right yeah there's not one side you can pick right that's like my belief of it yeah, yeah. right like in japan you have a lot of people that are almost on the ground, but they're tr- like, I would say, drift spec, right? So they're not running like negative thirty camber. Yeah. Right. They're they're they still have they're still freaking low. They're still almost on the ground, but they have full out track setups that you know they can send around corners. And the uh, thing about Japan, if you guys didn't know this, they got like crazy well maintained roads, and I'm talking about like you know. Like four or seven quality. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like z- hardly any bumps. You're you're obviously going to be rubbing on some stuff, right? Cause yeah, you, you can't, can't avoid it. Obviously, yeah. yeah, you can't avoid it. But very nice streets. That's why a lot of the builds coming out of Japan, you see them like very, very, very low. And we, we can't really imitate it here, right? Yeah, definitely. With like the conditions of the road and stuff, you can't really do that. Exactly. On Monday, I'm going to be posting a meme about it kind of... It goes very coincide with our car culture up here. Police really harass car guys over here. And to be honest, the streets aren't even well, uh, yeah, you well know, maintained, maintained yeah, for yeah. the cars itself. Yeah, I think that's kind of what influences people with their, mm-hmm. like, their fitment. Yeah. Their function or form or whatever. Yeah. Is the road quality, right? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of, like, the shows and meets are outside of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty safe in that aspect. But, mm-hmm. like... Even if you live, like, on the outskirts of Toronto, the yeah. roads still aren't that great. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And even, like, in Mississauga, Brampton, you know, Scarborough, whatever, they're not that great. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't really drive with, like, ridiculous amount of camber, like, super low, whatever, without scraping or, like, rubbing or, like, damaging your car or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of people, like, rip their lips off their cars just from, like, right. daily driving. Yeah. Yep. Right? I've seen that, too. And it really has, like, you know, our culture, it really impacts has an impact on that yeah right yeah. like a lot of people that really wanted to do like full out stance builds are really like discouraged yeah because of the enforcement and the cops really being dicks yeah yeah basically and one thing i've noticed is that i won't say a lot but like some of the cars that i've seen do like ridiculous amount of camber mm-hmm. or, like super low they're actually like outside of the gta yeah like probably like in barry or like yeah. east of the city or whatever and most of the right? owners they actually transport them yeah and like they trailer, trailer them around or whatever yeah right so i guess that if you you know if you're in that kind of environment mm-hmm. uh like city or whatever it is possible right but if you're going to car shows it's kind of difficult to kind of move around mm-hmm. the city and stuff right but i think that's where like the middle ground kind of comes into play mm-hmm. like a lot of people just go like 
super low. They go like fender to lip or whatever, but they don't run like ridiculous amount of camber. Right. Right. So they'll still be able to like drive on the road. Yeah. Well, see, being on one side or the other shouldn't discourage anyone. If you it, like, if someone wants to do a full out camber build, they should you know go for it. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because that's what builds culture. Right. Doing being in the middle ground really like everyone does it. Nowadays, yeah, right? yeah, that's true. So, like, you're not doing anything different. If you're trying to wow people, that's what the new trend is, right? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. But I think on the same hand, there's kind of, like, a fine line between people who are doing it because they want to and people who are doing it because of the car. Yeah. You know, because I think people who want to do something like that, they just want the look. They just like the look of the car. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. then there's also people who want to do, like, ridiculous amount of camber or whatever because... Or they don't want to do it because they like driving the car. Because I feel like people who do like, who are like super low to the ground. Like we know people who are super low to the ground mm. and they say the ride quality is just shit. Yeah. Right. Because it's it's so bumpy. Your suspension is like super stiff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the people that kind of like, they're whatever with it. Yeah. They like it because they like how the car looks. They're how it looks. Yeah, exactly. Right? They don't really care about the ride quality. If uh, Again, that's another thing you you can, if you're happy with what you have. But I, I don't know. It's just me. Like I don't. I, I don't think I could ever drive a car that super low to ground and sacrifices ride quality that much, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think it's just enjoyable for me, at least. Yeah, I, it's the same thing for me. Like as I said in the past, if I was to ever go that low, it would have to be air ride because it gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. Right, because you just air up, go on about your day, and when you wanna look nice, air out. Air out. Yeah. Right. So. There's definitely, a, you know, alternatives to both now, right? Yeah, yeah. If you want function and form and you're not, I mean, if you want your build to look like super nice and you want to go all out, then you got your alternative, right? Yeah, air ride. Air ride yeah, is definitely the way to go. There's airlift, Acura, you know, there's hybrid air too, which combines both of them in case you want like good uh, ride quality even because it combines um, springs and airbag together, which... Okay, so similar to like what like newer cars have, yeah, right? which yeah. newer cars have, right? So there's everything on the market nowadays. It's just what you want. Yeah, and one thing that I noticed is that like I think maybe late last year is that people who were on that kind of side of the spectrum, you know, they had air ride, they had the nice fitment, but mm-hmm. they can also drive their car safely, relatively mm-hmm. safely, right? They're kind of going the static route now. Yeah, right. And uh, I think that has to do with the look. Yeah, because a lot of people when they first get into it, they want to do both, right? But then they get used to it, and they're like, "Wait, while I'm driving, this car looks like shit," because there's so much wheel gap and everything, yeah, yeah. right? Because the reason why we do form is so that we have less wheel gap. You know, good, nice looking car, super low to the ground, right? And a lot of people are realizing that air ride, yeah, it's cool, but it comes with a lot of issues as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, airlines, if they ever blow up, because a lot of people that are doing air ride are doing it at their house and yeah, they're not actually, themselves, yeah. yeah they're not getting someone a, a professional to actually install it for them which is fine they want to do it themselves but we're having a lot of issues a lot of people have those issues where they end up running all the lines wrong end up having burst lines burst bags all that good shit and it ends up costing them more than what they actually got it done for. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what's ruining the reputation of air ride. Yeah. Right, because people, everyone just wants to do it themselves. Exactly. Right. Like DIY is not bad, but that's this is like a whole different topic. I yeah. Think we have actually talked about this in the past. Uh, DIYs aren't bad. 
It's just you have to know what you're you doing. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you know what you're doing, DIYs can go fabulously. Oh, yeah. But if you don't know what you're doing, then that's why we have so many people switching to static because it's such, much more simple. Simple, yeah. Right? There's less room for mistakes. And I think that's the whole point to going static. The reason why people are switching from bags to static because they want the form, but they don't want the hassle, right? They don't want to be like fixing 24-7. Yeah, and they just want like a static look, you know? You don't have to like air out whenever you feel like mm-hmm. or when you want your car to look good. Right, exactly. Right? Not, some people might not like this remark, but I think it's just for clout, to be honest. Yeah, it's getting to that point. And uh, clout chasing is like, it's a new trend. Uh, they, people want to get catch clout like crazy. Yeah. See their friends doing well on the internet. So, hey, I want 50,000 followers as well. It's like, but uh, you can't have 50,000 followers. You have an average build. It's like, oh, let me just do negative 40% camber and I'll catch clout. Oh, they didn't catch clout. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but like a lot of people are kind of building their cars for the internet rather than themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, and it's getting to the point where like a lot of the builds you can't even approach the person because they're just stuck in their own like little box of you know just ego. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, back to this uh, the subject. Uh, where were we going with that? Um, we got we we went right off the rails. <laughs> but yeah, I think like. In the season where, like, everyone's kind of dialing in Fitment or whatever, there's definitely a way to go where you could kind of do both. Mm-hmm. It's very popular. And I think, like, that's definitely what we're trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of both. It's where, uh, you know, you have this, the function, but you also have the nice Fitment. Yeah. And I think w- one thing to note is that I notice a lot of people who are on the function side, a lot of people who are on the form side, they kind of hate each other for some reason. Yeah, it's right? like a, it's like there's silent beef. Yeah. It's like they don't even approach each other. It's like, oh, did you see that guy's fitment? Yeah, it's so trash. <laughs> yeah, but like the I, other person could be going yeah. for like track spec or whatever. Yeah, exactly, right? right? It's like, I think we've lost. It's kind of like the sense of community. Yeah, a sense right? of community is, it's just losing yeah. touch, right? It's like where everyone just hates on each other for no reason. And that's a whole thing that we were talking about in the beginning. Everyone on each side just hates, hates, hates each, each other. other yeah it's like lifted trucks right lifted truck guys hate lowered cars lowered guys, cars yeah right and obviously there's the the you know a bunch of people that are in between and they like both yeah exactly right but there's more people that hate it than love it yeah i think like it's it's more of like the niche of like the of car enthusiasts mm-hmm. right a lot of people like different kind of things i'm more on like the neutral side i kind of like a little bit of everything yeah right i don't really hate any builds like if someone wants to build a car they, the way they want to like whatever do you right it, it doesn't really like affect me you know my opinion has no effect on your build whatever yeah. right it shouldn't even yeah. yeah exactly but i think i feel like a lot of people kind of take that into effect mm-hmm. with their builds like i think it's for certain cars too like one thing i noticed is that honda s2k for example right mm-hmm. a lot of people like to build them for tracks use because they're manual, they're rear-wheel drive, yep. and they're light. Very, very, very fun to drive. Yeah, very yep. fun to drive, right? So a lot of people like to, like, rip those around the track, do, like, yep. track builds, whatever. Right. But there's also people who do stance builds, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And th- those two sides collide, right? Yeah. If you're in the S2000 scene, then it you will have your own group chat of just, you know, stance guys. Stance guys, yeah, or, like, and track guys. And then you'll have your own group chat of just track guys. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, there's it, no, like, community between them. Exactly. Right? Right, and that's what we're kind of trying to do is bring both sides together. Yeah. So we can, you know, be led together. Yeah, exactly. But I think like it, it depends on the car too. Like one thing I noticed is that a lot of like older Hondas, mm-hmm. 
Well, actually, a lot of older Hondas, kind of the same thing, right? People do, like, track specs. People do, like, stance builds. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have one, the one-odd person that does kind of the both, right? It's like they're running, you know, static, but they're also having, like, crazy engine mods. So yeah. So they run, like, bigger turbo setups and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is cool, right? Yeah, honestly, it's cool. Yeah. Like, when you have bit of both, I'm telling you, that's, like, the secret formula for like everything yeah 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 it's like the sweet spot sweet spot yeah, yeah. like it's it's like yeah so like one story that i i'm pretty sure i'll get made fun of for like kind of correlating this with cars but uh the story of little red, little red riding hood and the three wolves uh no not three wolves the fucking bears <laughs> three bears so uh, i'm sure you guys have probably read this when you were like you know in five yeah five <laughs> uh it's where like you know she goes and tests every single porridge right it's like this is too hot this is too cold and this one's just right you know so it's kind of like that yeah right but a lot of people they don't know what they want yeah exactly right that's another thing is some people that are into stance again as you as we talked about in the beginning they just do it for the clout not the clout, but like because everyone else is doing. Because it. everyone else is doing, it. yeah, yeah right? I know what you mean. And when they're into it, they're like, "Shit, I don't really like this." Yeah. Right. So they end up just driving it out because all their friends are doing it, but they don't really like what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I think it's it's in my opinion, you gotta take your time with builds. Yeah, right? you gotta really know what you want. Exactly. You, you can't just like follow other people. Right? right. And for that, the reason why I say that is because I've been like a. I wouldn't say stance guy. My car wasn't that low, but it was more of form versus function, right? And I, I kind of went with more f- functional stance. It was still pretty low. Like, I, I went low as I could before I actually started rubbing the fenders. Yeah. Right? And every winter, I would just check up on it. I put anti-season on it. And I did drive that car in the winter. By the way, this is this is a, a Mark IV Jetta, if anyone didn't know. And... I just kept it nice and clean, you know? Yeah, and you, kind of, you ripped it around too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sat in the garage more time, but like, you know. Yeah, you still, you still used it. I ripped it when I could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's something like that, you know, like where, you know, you still have fun with it. That's because I know what I want. Did I want a full-out stance build? No. Mm. I like stance, but unless it's air ride, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I still, I, like, even right now, I'm contemplating if I want to, like, go super low and just get like three piece wheels or just go lower and just get like track spec. I think like it like like I said it depends on the car, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you really enjoy your car, you don't want to yeah. be doing like a super stance build where it kind of yeah, lowers the ride quality or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You kind of want to enjoy the car while also looking cool. Exactly. Right? So if you want a little bit of both, then you know, the middle ground is obviously there. Yeah. And I think like that's one thing like when you're in the middle ground, people kind of despise you i guess Mm -hmm. you know they don't really understand like what you're doing with your car they would say that your car is like mostly stock just because of the look of it Mm -hmm. right and i think like the show scene kind of uh encourages this too like a lot of people who have like nice modded cars they're like kind of the middle ground or whatever they don't get into shows because of their car just because of how it looks yeah right Mm -hmm. but it's it's more than just looks yeah right it's also how much work you put into it. I'm sure, like, a lot of shows, this is what we kind of try to do as well. We try to get a, a mixture of both. Right? Yeah. We still want performance cars to come out to our shows, right? But the stance guys are the ones that, like, kind of steal it. It brings out more people. Yeah, Because exactly. stance is the looks, 
right? Yeah, it's looks. And I think it's more popular too. Exactly. And But performance, the people that know what they're looking at and stuff like that, that actually have passion for, you know, the engine car. builds and stuff yeah. like that, they'll know what they're looking at. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember, I, I don't know what show it was, but I remember there was one show. It might have been like Import Fest or Import Expo, but it, like those shows, they're mostly stance guys. Yeah. Right? Majority of the cars are stance cars. I remember there was one car. It was like, it looked like a beaten up Subaru. Mm-hmm. It was like a WRX or something. Mm-hmm. But when you get closer, you look at the interior. It's like fully gutted. It's drift spec. There's a roll cage. There's like, um, mm-hmm. how do you say? Like the dash is like fully stripped out. Yeah. Right? And you kind of see that it's race spec or drift spec. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into the, something like that too. Yeah. And unless you're like a true car guy or car girl, um, you won't really like look at something like that and be like, yeah, that's cool. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you probably seen me do this. Actually, I go to car shows, and I'm I always look at the at the shittiest cars because they have the most work done to them inside, right? Yeah, yeah. and like it's not full stance build, but you'll like I I pick out the like little tiny things that no one really like looks at, right? And I think that's what really makes the car community much cooler, right? In terms of form versus function, because you start looking at like details and you realize that holy shit this person you know yeah, chose they, their own path yeah they they put like their own work into it and stuff yeah i think that's like w- same with like the car kind of scenario like mm-hmm. a lot of the newer cars like frs's for example or genesis yeah. a lot of people mod these cars to do like wide body or whatever and they don't they kind of s- like view that as kind of like a higher class than like the older cars right but like the truth is like the older cars like majority of people put a lot more work into something like that mm-hmm. just because of the age of the car yeah, I think when it comes to like older cars, how I see it is the older they are, the the worse they get in terms of like rust and yeah, yeah like shit. the maintenance and the whatever. Paint. Yeah. The, the first thing that goes is the paint, right? Paint, because yeah. of the age. Yeah. Um, when someone starts modding an older car, they get my 100% respect because older cars are not easy to work on. Yeah, and definitely. Even in terms of form and function, suspension is harder to work on yeah suspension is harder especially like a, yeah. with an older car you have a lot more things that could go yeah. wrong right? believe me i had a rusty 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 suspension and i shit you not it took me a week just to take out the old suspension yeah i can imagine yeah. something like so that. again it's harder to work on that's reason why in my eyes i i would just go for function on those old cars because it's it's hard to you know start ripping shit apart and like for stance you have to really start cutting up stuff and welding it oh yeah because yeah. i don't know i think with the older bmws i've seen this in the past uh you can really 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 end up fucking yourself over if you don't know what you're doing because a lot of those cars they were meant to just stay there they weren't meant to be replaced right so when you want to let's say replace a strut well guess what you're you have to cut literally the bottom of it to start taking it out and stuff like yeah that. yeah don't quote me on it okay but like this is what I've it's like a general told. formula yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I think what we're getting at here is um, what are we getting at here? That you need to have a middle ground. Yeah, you need to have a middle ground. I think, and you have to respect people's build, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right, like function versus form. It's there's kind of three spectrums: function, there's form, and there's the middle ground. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of hate between the three yeah. areas. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, we all have the same goal. We're just building the car for ourselves. Yeah. Right? I think at the end of the day, we need to like keep enhancing our community so that we're actually just contributing to each other. 
rather than bringing each other down. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that's a Canadian car scene, right? Well, that's what it's come down to is a lot of people don't really respect each other because of what they're doing. Right? Yeah. Stance yeah. guys don't really like the track guys and the track guys don't like the guys that are in between. But yeah. On that note, I think we're going to move on um, to our Q&A segment. So... This week, we actually got a couple different questions. Yep. I think we're going to touch on one of them. They're actually good questions. We'll probably yeah. save some for... For the following weeks. Yeah, future episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for this week's question, we have, should a person buy a car for $6,000-ish or wait a year, save up, and get a car they'll enjoy? Now, my first take on this is that you can easily get a car for $6,000 that you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right? $6,000 yeah. is a lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, it, it's, you know, you can still get something pretty affordable for that price. Yeah, for $6,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it depends on what you're looking for. Like, a car that you'll enjoy. Yeah. I would say, to define that, I would say, like, something that looks nice and drives nice. Right. With, like, a decent amount of power. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. First thing that comes to mind is probably, like, a G35, G37. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'm probably just biased because I have an Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, those cars are pretty popular in, like, the stand scene and, right. like, the kind of performance exactly too. you can still do a lot of stuff to those cars actually a lot of cars under 6k because there's uh, i'm considering that they're getting pretty old you can find a lot of parts for them even yeah exactly right my answer to this question is save your money man you don't need an expensive car like that a lot of people they'll end up just buying that car but then they don't have anything left over right uh personally leave more money for you to actually mod and whatever's left over just you know invested in something because again the rich get richer the poor get poorer yeah well the, the question says that um yeah if you wait a year and save up so they didn't really kind of specify if they want to invest or not yeah if you want to save up money i would say you can still get the car and save money yeah right you could do mm-hmm. like a lot more things with just that car and money yeah right you could probably like like you said invest it yeah if you want you could buy the car save money for a year invest that money and use the money from your investment to purchase a newer car. Yeah. Right? So I would say, in my opinion, I would say just get a car under $6,000. Yeah. There's so many options out right. there. Mm-hmm. Right? Hondas, for example. Yeah. Like, that's one thing, too. Like, if you're looking for a car for $6,000, your market is probably older cars. Mm-hmm. And older cars last a lot longer than yeah. newer cars. Yeah. Right? Because newer cars have too much technology in them. Yeah. And honestly, at that point, if you're... like. Honestly, it's up to the person what they're going to be doing with the car. Yeah. Definitely. If the car is just to get them from point A to point B, I would personally say just stay, get the $6,000 car yeah, exactly. and just ride it out, right? But if your goal is to, you know, look nice and if you have the means, uh, like, in terms of financially, then I would say go for it, you know? Save up for Save a year up. and get yourself something nice that you enjoy, right? Yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, it's personal preference. For if it was if this case was for me, I would just get the six thousand dollar car, enjoy it to the most, and then down the line when I have the the extra money, or let's say in this case the business, if it expands, then I would just you know get something that I could mod for a bit more extra. So at that point, I would actually end up getting, I would get the more expensive car. Yeah, and there's also like a middle ground, like you like. Like we said, six thousand dollars is a lot of money. You could probably get a car for like four thousand dollars, maybe. Yeah. Save two thousand dollars, maybe yeah. as like a contingency if anything goes wrong on the car. Yeah. Or even if you want to mod it. Yeah. Right. You could definitely get like a car and mod it for under six thousand dollars if mm-hmm. you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But that's if if you're going towards that kind of scene. If you just want it like a daily driver, easily get a car under six thousand dollars, something that's nice, 
and kind of affordable, right? Yeah, it's it, that's definitely the case. Uh, again, it's personal preference. Yeah, so definitely. Do what you got to do. Uh, if you want to buy something expensive and you know treat yourself, go for it. But you have to be prepared for like the added cost of that. Exactly. Too. Right. That's one thing to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Just, like just buying an expensive car doesn't mean you're paying that one-time price. Right. Right. With the more expensive cars comes more expensive maintenance yep. more expensive oil changes more expensive everything more expensive parts yeah cool. more expensive parts maintenance all that kind of stuff yep. yeah but yeah that's our take on the topic um i hope that answers your question whoever answer, whoever asked the question mm-hmm. yeah that's about it for today i think we have motorama yeah we said we're going to touch on motorama yep. if you're listening to this it's probably the week of yeah right uh i'm excited super excited for that very very amped yeah, Motorama. Uh, if you haven't been there, it's a three-day event. It's right. actually really huge. Like I think we went. Yeah, we went last year. It's huge. I think it's like yep. it's more of like um, like a trade show. Yeah. So you have a lot of different companies. It's kind of like I think we said this. It's, it's like the Canadian SEMA. Yeah, it's almost, like de- right? it's definitely turning into the Canadian SEMA, but it's it's really catered for like old school muscle car guys. Yeah, it, these are more uh, like full out car builds. Like this is not like stancing car builds. No, I mean they are starting to like get into it. Um, I think I just looked on their page and they said that they're going to be adding a lot more like lifted trucks and stuff like that too. So we're going to be seeing a lot more like newer builds. Yeah, nonetheless, um, should be a good event. Uh, like I said, three days. They literally have everything you can imagine. Yeah. Right? Like from fully restored muscle cars to like lifted trucks, like you say. Yeah. They have a lot of vendors there too. Like really interesting vendors too. I remember last year there were like some really cool builds that these vendors come out with mm-hmm. like one of my favorites was that um what is it? i think it was a polaris slingshot mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that open top yeah it's, it's like a three-wheeler yeah yeah right and that thing was ls swapped yeah ls swapped crazy and they also had they had two of them one was three-wheeler and one was a four-wheeler one was a four-wheeler yeah so, so they it was technically it. not considered a motorcycle anymore it's considered a car yeah um, but i think it was still registered as a motorcycle as a motorcycle yeah yeah, yeah. That thing's crazy. I couldn't believe someone did that. Ellis swapped. Think yeah. about that. Ellis swapped the world. Crazy power. You know, no, no. Uh, well, if it was turbo, that would be crazier. Yeah, but still, that thing's super light too. Yeah. Right. So uh-huh. you can imagine how much power that thing puts down. Super hyped about that. Should be a good show. Yeah. So that's happening on March 13th, 14th, and 15th. Uh, I think they have times on their website or Instagram account. So just mm-hmm. check them out. Mm-hmm. I think their Instagram is Motorama Motorama Mayhem. I believe. Motoram Mayhem is yeah. their Instagram account. They're also having Spring Fever, but I don't know if that's what they're calling it this year. Yeah, uh, so that's like the the after like the, the after mar- yeah, yeah aftermarket yeah. shit. But yeah, that that should be cool too. We have a lot of friends that are going to that. Yeah, so yeah. it should be fun to see them. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it for this week. Really appreciate you guys listening to us once again. Yeah, if you like the podcast, definitely uh, like it, share it. You guys know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have some of the details of what we talked about in the show notes mm-hmm. of the podcast. So definitely check those out. Mm-hmm. We're into that. Yep. Definitely check out our website. We have um, more shows coming up on the website. Actually, I think it's kind of broken right now. Yeah, it's it's down currently. I have to like really look into it. And either if I can't figure it out this week, then most likely uh, we're building a new website. Whatever. Yeah, d- just stay with us. Stay with <laughs> us. We'll, we'll get there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, check out the website. Yeah, We'll have event coverage from Motorama there as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I appreciate you guys once again for listening to our podcast. And if you have any sponsorship ideas, if you're looking to advertise your business, if you're looking to be a vendor at our shows, definitely get in touch with us. We are open. All right, once again, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. See you later. Later.